Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, I'm Cleve Gaddis. And in this segment, we are talking all things insurance. What what determines the cost of homeowners insurance? Do natural disasters affect the cost of homeowners insurance? I would think they do absolutely positively. And if you sold your home, so you're no longer the owner, excuse me, if you're buying a home, the owner stayed in the home, but they're not the owner anymore because you're the owner, and you did that on a Friday, and on Saturday, the entire place burned to the ground. What happens then? We've got these subjects and more. Don't go away. We want to connect with you. Go Gaddis Radio is the easiest way to do it. When you go to G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com, you can make ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas. Request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We do want to connect with you, and most of the people who go to that site, I wind up responding to them personally, gogaddisradio.com. We've got Matt Reeves, who's been on with us before, an all-state agent who handles all things insurance. And Matt, I have to be honest with you, I've had lots of questions over the last few months as I have bought insurance uh, through you, and you have always been very responsive, and you've given me answers that were easy for me to understand. Welcome, sir. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. We're, uh, we're excited to be here. Well, we're going to talk about what goes into determining the cost of homeowners insurance, natural disasters. But I want to cover something first, and you might have to come back to answer this question. A friend of mine lives in Salt Lake City, Utah, closes on a condominium. That's the first important note, closed on a condominium, which means that condo is on the same master insurance policy as all the other condos. He buys it on a Friday. Sellers are supposed to be out at the end. It's supposed to be out on Saturday. So he he's now the owner, but the sellers, if that makes sense to you, they're supposed to be out on Saturday. They call on Saturday and say, hey, we can't get everything out. The movers didn't show up. Can we have one more day until tomorrow? And he says, sure. Now, he happens to be a real estate professional. He didn't do any paperwork. Long story short, he sent me a video, Matt on Sunday about midday that had this four or five story building and flames just shooting out of the top of it. I mean, it was one of those videos that actually turned my stomach just a little bit because I'm thinking, dang, somebody lives in that place. It, it actually was nauseating. And then he says, that's the unit I just bought. And he sent me pictures that he took from inside the unit the next day. When I say it was destroyed, now I, I, the studs were still there, but that right. thing was destroyed. And he is nervous that, number one, he has no control over that being rebuilt because it's really at the discretion of the the master policy for the homeowners association, for the condo association. He was worried that they might not have to build it back the way it was, and he was going to rent that unit. And he's almost positive that he doesn't have any loss of rents coverage uh, in that policy. So shed some light on this if you can, and if you need to come back in a couple weeks and provide the full answer, no problem. I'll shed a little bit of light because we should have a little bit internet, and I'll put the disclaimer out there that policies can vary from carrier to carrier and state to state. Right. Okay. But, um, you know, obviously uh, speaking on a similar situation, if it were to occur here, you know, the 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 master policy, most master policies in the state of Georgia now are written to be rebuilt back to original construction, and the homeowner is responsible for any uh, betterments or improvements that have been done, um, upgrading kitchens, 
turning hard carpets into hardwood, things of that nature. With him having occupancy or ownership of it for about a day, uh-huh. I'd imagine the only way he could document any of that would be through photos from an appraisal, something like that nature. Or, or from a listing. And so are you saying that the policy requires them to put it back the way it was before it burned? Or are you saying the policy requires them to put it back the way it was when it was built? Master policy in the state of Georgia would be for the original construction and the and now any betterments and improvements would be covered through the homeowner's personal policy of taking over their portion of the building coverage. Okay, so more to the story. So he says to his lender, hey, I don't have uh, my coverage in place. I don't know what I want. The lender says, no problem. You've already got the coverage in place that you need because the master policy is good. So he has no additional insurance. So what I'm hearing from you, and I know it's probably different in Utah than it is in the state of Georgia, right. but what I'm hearing from you is that if you close on a condo, you need to have some additional coverage for yourself. And what kind of policy is that? Is it, is it a, uh, I mean, so what do you call that? So it's, it's a standard, what's, you know, the, the verbiage you'll get from your lender or from your insurance agent is HO6, which is a condominium policy. Okay. And finding through, a, through a, a, a product, they're going to require you to carry a limit of building coverage to protect you from day one of taking ownership of that okay. property. So okay. you'll have that, uh, that coverage afforded to you uh, in a policy through the state of Georgia, most likely knocking on wood and throwing disclosures sufficient enough to rebuild any betterments and improvements uh, from the property based on how a master's written here. And I would imagine the bulk of the insurance cost is in the master policy. So these, I'm going to call them a supplemental policy because that's what they do in, in with uh, Medicare. Um, I would imagine those policies are reasonably priced, meaning... Relatively, yes. I mean, much consider it this way, where you're still paying for that insurance, but you're paying it through your HOA fee now. So you've got a higher HOA fee than... Totally. Totally. But like if I add some additional liability coverage for myself and, and stuff to bring it up to, you know, the way it was or current code or whatever it is, I mean, four or five, six hundred bucks a year can't be any more than that because most of the insurance comes from the master policy. Am I, and I'm not quoting insurance rates over the radio, but I just I think it's more affordable than most people would think. You're absolutely correct. Unless we've got some unique situation or it's a really high dollar uh, condo, anything of that nature that's going to make you carry a little bit more than what the industry normal would be. You, that's your standard condo policy or, or quote that you would have right there. Well, I just couldn't believe what happened. Thank you so much for letting me throw you a curveball right at the beginning of this segment. Matt, if somebody wants to reach you because they have questions, either yep. about their current policy or or reviewing it to before they replace it, how could they reach you? Yeah, reach out to us directly at, uh, at the office at 678-273-2555. 678-273-2555. Perfect. And can they get to you online if they need to? They can. It is uh, mainstagency.com. Main, M-A-I-N-S-T-agency.com. And then always my email address, which is my first and last name at allstate.com. Perfect. All right. We've only got about five minutes left in the segment. We'll get into the meat of the matter. What determines the cost of homeowners insurance? Now, I would assume that it has something to do with the insurance carrier's risk or losses in a certain area. But like, what goes into determining the cost of homeowners insurance? Because I think the cost of homeowners insurance in the state of Georgia has gone up a good bit in the last ten years. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll certainly see that it has um, a lot. There's a lot of factors that are going to go into that. First and foremost, as as everybody has seen in their in their policies that they've gotten renewals so far this year, and they're going to be. Getting- coming year in the coming days or coming months to this year, uh, rebuild cost, 
cost of labor, cost of lumber. You've seen this in the real estate community for months. Yes. Starting to normalize a little bit, but it is still, uh, we're catching up to that. And it's it still costs a lot more to rebuild something now than it did two and a half years ago. I did read that the cost of lumber is just about back down to where it was pre-pandemic. I'm not, don't quote me on that, but that's exciting news for everybody. So, okay, replacement costs go up, increases the cost of insurance. How do natural disasters you know, affect, and we don't have too much of that in, in Atlanta, but certainly like along the coast in Florida, you know, they, they suffer when it comes to insurance costs. How do natural, natural disasters, uh, get figured into the cost of insurance? Oh yeah. It's going to be, uh, obviously the, the biggest output that any carrier is going to have at one point in time would be from such disasters. And, and fortunate enough, we, and, and the bulk of the state in generalities dodged a good bullet with Ian. Um, yes. You know, we're obviously thinking of our friends to the south in Florida that are rebuilding. Oh, man. Hurricanes like that, tropical storms, uh, tornadoes that come in and create a path of because most of those losses are big time losses. It's not a small loss of a new roof or anything like that. Not that that's not important, but there's it's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars in a community to where that pooled money and that pooled loss certainly does, um, you know, come back and it has to be shared upon all the homeowners. Uh, at the at the upcoming renewals in that risk pool, and I would assume all of your risk pools are limited by states because each state's laws are different. So you have to be licensed to sell insurance in that state, and it's regulated by somebody in that state. So you know you don't think about. I, I've never been in a natural uh, disaster. My basement flooded in 2009. I felt like that was a natural disaster. But I was talking to somebody who lives in Fort Myers, and they said, hey, I'm going to be on this call. I may or may not be able to pay attention. Schools haven't gotten started yet. I don't have any daycare. And I was just thinking, hey, you know what? Forget all the destruction of the personal stuff. It just totally upends people's lives. So certainly uh, we send um, you know heartfelt good wishes to everybody who suffered uh, in the state of Florida and really anywhere else around the world. Real quickly, if, if with the market changing so much, and I know prices are not going up as fast as they were, and we've got about two minutes left in this segment, does it make sense to review your homeowner's insurance policy pretty much every year? I think a lot of people have exposure, meaning they don't have enough insurance to replace their property if it were to burn down today because the property values and the cost to replace it have gone up so much. But I also am not an insurance expert. Give me your opinion on that. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, commonplace is because we pay our auto insurance directly out of pocket. It's much more uh, peace of front of front of mind. And it's much easier for you to call and, and talk with your agent about reviewing your auto policy because you're seeing that come out of your account monthly. The one you don't see is your is that because most with most homeowners, it comes out of your escrow. Account. That's right. So you're not check. You don't think about it. And it's always something to review because things may have changed in your household that you don't think you need to have told uh, your homeowner's uh, insurance agent. New uh, new occupants living in your house, you've changed your marital status, things like that that can need to be updated on your policy to make sure, God forbid, you do have that loss, the proper amount of coverage is afforded for you. Wow. I never thought about that, but you are exactly right. I don't think about my personal homeowner's insurance the way I think about automobile insurance. The truth is, Matt, if I have to confess, I don't think about any of the insurance as much as I should. And I probably should be reviewing all policies on everything at least once a year. My question for you, and I do not expect an answer, would be if somebody called you and said, hey, do I have all of the coverages that you would recommend? Can you help me find holes where I might have some additional exposure? Is that something you could help people with? Would love to. Awesome. And even if it's 
APIS is not a policy of ours or a policy of our carrier. It's something that we would love to do because we want to make sure all of our listeners are protected and uh, and make sure that we're taking uh, giving them the best advice we can. Awesome. You are always such a great guest. Will you come back soon? Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Inflation Reduction Act, what is it and how can it help? And Rivian, who was planning to build cars in the state of Georgia, got a very unfavorable ruling. We've got that and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. 